Hello, pod fam. It's been a little while. <laughs> Hi. If you guys forgot, I'm Rachel. And I'm Laura. Welcome back. Sorry, <laughs> it's been like probably a month since we recorded our last episode. Yeah, probably about that. Maybe um, six weeks. Some, yeah, maybe somewhere. six weeks. I know we've posted a few replays, encore episodes, um, yeah. just to kind of fill the gap. Mm-hmm. But as you'll learn in this episode, it's it's been kind of crazy lately. A lot has been happening, but we're on the other side. Yes. So not yes, really. It's better. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, sort of. We're like dealing. We're, we're dealing well. Are we? Sure. Some days. Depends. Maybe. Maybe. But uh, anyway, I'm going to just skip over our interlude because that's kind of what this whole episode is about. So what tea are you having? All right, so tonight I'm having a nice amaretto rooibos. It's nice and smooth that we had um, homemade pad thai for dinner. Nice. Um, It's not your little recipe book. No, not the recipe book one. This was Epicure. Um, So Epicure, if if you guys haven't heard about it before, is this like awesome kind of like uh, I'm going to call it like a catalog company. Mm -hmm. Hope you guys know what I mean by that. And it's like this like one pack meal. And you just follow the directions, add the ingredients. And this one was for pad thai. So it was pretty simple. It was like a chicken and um, soy sauce, a couple eggs. And then you stir fried it all up together with some rice noodles. Nice. With a little lime on top. So yeah, it was pretty good. It was a hit. Not like it still doesn't like compare Mm -hmm. when you're going out for really good pad thai. Yeah. But for making it at home, I was like, you know what? This ain't half bad. It tastes really good. So like, where did you get the rice noodles? Like, is it just like those little like angel hair noodles or did you, have you found like actual rice noodles? Cause I can't find them anywhere. I have not found them in, okay. I don't have the package in front of me or close to me right now, but it's the, uh, vermicelli mm-hmm. noodles. And I found the ones, they're not like the giant endless like loop of them. Mm-hmm. These ones were the little nests and I just found that like easier to portion off. Mm-hmm. Um, cause each one was like a small handful. So I did like, I think I made five or six of them because the recipe itself is like a four to six servings, like in like big servings. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that kind of gave me like more than enough noodles mm-hmm. to work with. And I find sometimes the ones that are really long, mm-hmm. you have to like break them apart. They take forever to use up. So yeah, I kind of went with the smaller package of the nests and it like, it tur- still turned out pretty good. I would like to find the actual rice noodles, but they're hard to find in our grocery stores. They really stores. are. I can't, I, I've never been able to find them. Yeah. I've been able to find egg noodles, everything else, but not rice noodles. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have to try new grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm having peppermint tea. Oh, classic. Yes. And sorry, guys, if you hear me coughing a little bit, one of the things that has been going on is I've been getting over a cold. That's lasted like a week or a month. Sick. No, you've been sick. I've for been like sick for a while. A week. Oh my God. Yeah. And like <laughs> you lost your voice. So we really like couldn't record no. because you wouldn't be able to hear Rachel or yeah. it would be her coughing like every 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last time we had time to record, I was also sick again because when That's I got nice. back from our trip. Yeah. I could, and I just, and then you were going on a trip, which we'll get to. And <laughs> yeah. So, 
we're not sure what this episode is going to be like, guys. Yeah. Fair with really us. like our idea just to kind of get back in the groove is we we're going to talk about change um, because this is something that everyone goes through in life. We go through change, whether it's planned or unplanned. Mm-hmm. I've been hit with both lately. Um, so that's why I have not been able to record just a lot of things going on on my end. Some good, some I'm seeing the good, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, all this cool here, all was not cool two weeks ago, but I'm getting no. better. <laughs> I'm, no, coming <laughs> I'm coming around. I'm coming around. But yeah, I guess funny story. Um, I was supposed to go on a trip to Miami and the day I was flying there, a one in 1000 year event occurred, Mm -hmm. which caused all the airports to flood under three feet of water and shut down. Um, So talk about something not being meant to be (laughs) right. Right. And I was actually going to try again um, to go to this one event that is in New York in the fall. Oh, um, the event I just found out today has been canceled for this year. Oh, (laughs) and they'll reconvene next year. And I'm like, you know what, you know what? It just was not meant to be this year. They don't want you to be there. No, they don't want me to be there. You have other things again next year. Um, so yeah, I'm not really sure if I'm going to take a holiday this year. I'm just going to, you know, (laughs) stay close to home. Yeah, uh, definitely that day I texted you to ask, have you landed yet? And you write back a little bit later saying landed. So I was just like, oh, she's in Miami. Meanwhile, guys, she was supposed to leave at like 2 yeah. p.m. Yeah, and I didn't, get, I didn't get a message saying landed until 9 o'clock. So I was just like, all right, so if something crazy has happened then. And then the next day I get a call at 9 a.m., and I'm just like, oh, this is weird. Why are you calling me? Because you're supposed to be off having fun. And she's just goes, so I have a, a story for you. I am not in Miami. And I was like, then where are you? I thought you wound up in like the, the Midwest or something. No, well, I almost ended up in Jacksonville, Florida, because that was the, um, the airport that everything was being rerouted to. Mm-hmm. But luckily I was only halfway into my flight. Mm-hmm. So we were still like closer to Toronto mm-hmm. at that point. And everything and the pilot's just like, you guys probably don't want to go to Jacksonville. We'll just take you home. Um, yeah. So it could have been worse. It definitely it could have been. been worse. And I didn't say anything for a little bit because it was a bit of like a wait and see mm-hmm. of if they were going to, um, like reschedule the flights and open up the airports. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny thing is, so my return flight had been changed from one airport to another just because they had managed the flooding a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And my original flight leaving Toronto had been pushed to the following Monday. And I had to call the airline saying that like, Hey, like I'm not on this flight. And this is the one for me to come back to Toronto. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, like we can put you on another flight or, oh my God, you know, why, why can't you make the flight? And I'm like, I never fucking made it to Miami. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, so do you want to reschedule the flight? I'm like, um, no, <laughs> no because I can't even get to Miami. And, um, then again, like for the, for the flight coming back the following Monday or like, sorry, going the one that was supposed to go to Miami. Mm-hmm. 
I said that I couldn't be on it. And they're like, well, why? We just changed the date. So you could go. I'm like, cause I fucking work for a living and can't <laughs> just like take another week off, especially cause the event is over. Like oh it my was God. just, it was a whole thing. And I actually, I'm still in the process of getting all my money back. Um, so in the grand scheme of it, it was a pretty cheap trip. So I'm not like too heartbroken, but like, I was, I was disappointed like mm-hmm. that I didn't get to go, but I'll try again next year. Yeah. We'll but also we'll talk, two about, two. talk about the first time an airline has ever been helpful and you can't even go on the flights. They're just like, oh, we've rescheduled you. Oh, you can't make your home return flight? Okay, we can reschedule you. It's just like, <laughs> wow, you guys are being so helpful. The one time I actually am not traveling. Right? I know. And like, I'm I'm all about, I know like some people, they call customer service people and they like hit them with all they got. I'm a believer of the kill them with kindness because mm-hmm. that usually gets me pretty far. So the airlines were actually being fantastic about it. And it's more just like, sorry, it takes like, six to eight weeks for you to get your money back. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- the process hasn't been awful, but for those like like 48 hours when I was like calling everything, being like, I'm not there, I'm not there. Okay, you got to cancel this. Like, I'm not like, don't be calling my name in the airport because I never made it there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it, all in all, they were pretty great about that. And, you know, things happen. Um, I came home safe. I was dry. Mm-hmm. So I'll try again next year. Maybe we'll see. Well, there you go. There you go. So that's been one thing that's been happening. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. That was one delay to our recording. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we touched on a big delay, which was uh, I was on a trip mm-hmm. the first week of April. So that's why. Uh, so we obviously weren't recording then because it was a family ski trip, which was lovely. But then I came back sick and I was sick for probably like four days. Wasn't too bad, but I was like a very like, you know, like stuffed up cold sick. So I probably wouldn't have, you wouldn't have been able to hear me. And then when I started feeling better, you were leaving on your trip. Yeah. And then, and then it was personal tax season, which is basically my life during the month of April at work. Plus I had a final exam and a group, big group project that I wound up having to do by myself all due within two weeks of each other. All during personal tax season. I was barely holding it together to a point that when the adrenaline wore off, I've now been sick for more than a week. Yeah. It's hanging in there. Everyone has this, like, like they all feel fine. But everyone has this awful cough mm-hmm. that they just can't shake. Like I know so many people who were only like feeling crappy for a day or two. Yep. But they have no voice or it's like super gravelly and they're just like that dry cough. Yep. On Sunday or the, the most recent Sunday for us, I sounded like Timmy Turner from the Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> and uh, people were Chill laughing squeaky. at me. <laughs> Yeah, one time we were, I was with you and I just let out a little squeak once when I was, yeah, I, was I think I was saying conversation. Like, you just like, you just like totally squeaked and cracked and then you were gone for a second and then you came back. <laughs> and you're like, did you leave? 
for a second. I'm like, I'm like are you okay? <laughs> no. I'm like, you went on mute there for a second. <laughs> I was not, I was not okay. So yeah, yeah like <laughs> as you can see, um, so I haven't like had like, I wouldn't say I've had like big change in the last month and a half. It's just been very chaotic. And plus just like, I feel like my life changes every two months of school because like one professor and one course will format a certain way. And that's how you get used to doing it. And you circulate your life around it. And then you go to your next course and your professor does it a completely different way. And you're like, all right, now I have to shift my schedule around again to accommodate this. And it's just a lot. Yeah. And especially like that's a change that you know is coming, but you don't know what to expect. So you can like kind of plan, but until you're in it and it's happening to you, you really have to roll with it then. And I know like once you kind of settle into your courses, you, you get more of a flow of -hmm. how it should go. But yeah, when you first start out and now this is what your fourth course that you're just starting now. Yes. So it's just like, not even within the past year, like within the past nine months, you've had to do this restart so much. Yeah. And like, picture this, like all I know is when each course starts and ends, they don't release the course syllabus until two days before the course actually starts. So I have no idea what I am going into and how much work they're going to be to a point where like I was dreading that I was going to have like a midterm exam on our Taylor Swift concert night. (laughs) and I wouldn't have been surprised if they did it they thankfully did not but lucky knowing this university experience they absolutely would and they would be like you should have known in advance and planned accordingly um but if you don't release the syllabus until two days before the course that's kind of difficult exactly (laughs) exactly so yeah those are those that's kind of been my life just a lot of chaos and like I feel like my immune system needs to she needs to get her butt back in in gear yes get that get that high strength vitamin c going yeah yeah so um i'm pretty sure the last time we recorded i probably announced that i was going to be moving um honestly i I don't even know if that that might have been march posted (laughs) i don't even know if that one got posted so since it's been a while and we don't even know if that episode got posted because um our platform that we used to record on Zencaster. Um, we don't know what happened, but we went to download some of our episodes and they just got deleted. Um, so one day there might be a couple lost episodes that get, get posted, but it's uh-huh. okay. We're just rolling with it. It's fine. One of them was kind of controversial. So it's probably good that it did not. I get think posted. the universe was sticking up for us. You know, we're taking it as a sign. We're going to yes. take that as a sign. It did involve Taylor Swift. And we were a little scared of the Swifties coming after us for that one. Um, It was all in a positive light of Taylor though. Just FYI, if you were curious, maybe we'll re-record that one at a later date. Um, Just less controversial. Well, we recorded it. And then literally two days after we recorded it and we were going to post it, her and Joe broke up and we're just like, oh my God, what did we say in that episode? I'm pretty Um, sure in the episode too, we were like, but don't worry, guys. Taylor is happy with her. Taylor child. is good. She's in a happy relationship. Like we would have looked like losers posting that. Um, yeah. So probably a good thing that that episode got deleted. But anyway, I think it was in that one. I might have 
talked about me moving, like my, Mm -hmm. my boyfriend and I, we now live up North full time. We have been here for two weeks now. Very exciting. I'm very happy about it. Yes. So this was a big change that was planned, obviously. Um, it happened fast, but this is one that like, I was definitely manifesting for a long time and everything kind of fell into place. But with that being said, it's still change. Mm-hmm. So, you know, new dynamics, new environment, it's still a little scary and you, you have to take the time to feel it out and feel settled in the space. So that's where I find like people who have change that's planned, you still have to give yourself grace because mm-hmm. it's still new, even though like with your course, you know, what's going to happen. It's still different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, every single time I start the new course, I just cry. Yeah. For a few days. What? I think I cried my first day here and like not sad tears. It wasn't even sad tears. It was just like, oh my God, this is change. This is different. Like I'm out of my, I'm out of my box. I'm out of my comfort zone. Right. And so like, it's taken us a few days just to kind of find our groove this week. I find that we're, we're a lot more settled Mm -hmm. and just comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of have our, our place like figured out a little bit more, mm-hmm. but you know, it just takes time. Yeah. Well, especially too, with like the change of moving yes. and like moving I've moved, stressful. I've moved to a bunch of different places. And even though like, well, we've talked about this before amongst ourselves, but you know, I've moved to a lot of apartments with roommates. Mm-hmm. And when I started seeing my partner who obviously we know we've been living together for about two years now, um, I had spent probably like three or four days a week at his place uh, before we moved in together. And I was just like, you know what? I know what this guy is like. And I know what living with this guy is like. But an important thing that I hadn't considered then was like, I was over there, but he was still at his parents' house because it was during COVID time. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I knew how he lived but in a house with two other people sometimes three other people. And it was a very different dynamic when it was just the two of us in like our own house and that we had to furnish and maintain and keep clean and all of this stuff that definitely the first week that we lived together, I was just like, oh my God, if you leave one more cupboard open, I'm going to (laughs) cry. And you have moments of like, what have I done? You're like, I have to leave the boy alone. Can I take this back? Did I make a mistake? And uh, yeah, no, I remember you, your first uh, little bit living together. It's, it's so different. Right. And even with us, like we have been together for almost 10 years and we've lived together for three years prior to this. The difference is like, we were at his mother's house, right? Different dynamic, different relationships. And now we are in our own place. And again, new dynamic for us to figure out because it's just like, oh my God, like we're actually adults doing Mm -hmm. this on our own. And, um, we're like, we're very happy. I love this dynamic. Actually, I'm pretty happy with it. Um, but again, it's different from what we've been doing for the past three years. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I keep going back to it, but one of those big dynamics is you're just suddenly like, oh my God, this is like a really large space that I am now responsible for cleaning the entire thing. Yes. That's always, I don't know. For some reason, whenever I move into a new place, I'm just like, 
Now, how does the cleaning have to work? And then you get a little overwhelmed, but then you get into a nice pattern and it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like really just like finding your pattern and then, um, finding thing that's, that's like a comfort mm-hmm. to you. Right. Like, I think we, we hold ourselves to this pressure to adopt a new routine and new habits and human nature does not really allow that. Mm-hmm. Like, and you need to be okay with it. Like if you kind of need to figure out like, okay, I'm going to be okay with this mess over here, but this one over here, like, that's really important to me. I want that to be like a certain way. And it's Mm -hmm. a give and take. Right. And especially when you're living with another person, Mm -hmm. you have to find that middle ground. My boyfriend and I, we still fight on that middle ground sometimes, (laughs) but we are much better than when we first started out. And there's some things like I've just had to let go. And I'm being like, you know what? Why? Like it, it bothers just me. Why am I stressing myself out so much over it? And is it really a big deal? You know, mm-hmm. those, those are the questions I ask myself because I know I can be a little like obsessive over things. Mm-hmm. And then when I think of how I actually live, I'm just like, wow, I can't even hold myself to that standard. So like I shouldn't hold <laughs> someone else to that. Listen, either. listen, <laughs> same. <laughs> I'm like, I feel oh like my we're God. everyone right now. It's like, oh my God, why is the counter dirty? Like, have you seen the inside of my car? Right. I know. I love that you say that because I'm like, always like the kitchen needs to be spotless. Like I didn't just make dinner and leave fucking everything everywhere. (laughs) And I think if you hear any banging in the background, I'm pretty sure he's cleaning the kitchen right now. (laughs) Like (laughs) double standards, man, double standards. (laughs) I know, but we are the perfect ones, Laura. Exactly. It's our show. I make no mess. I do no wrong. Exactly. You're the perfect queen. But I think too, just because I think moving is just such a perfect realm to dance around in when it comes to change. Yeah. And but I feel like that's something that like everyone in our age group is facing a lot. To. Yeah. 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 But um, I'd love to just talk about this as well, because you have just experienced it and I have experienced it a few years ago, but the change of moving from either a town or mm-hmm. a city in particular mm-hmm to a rural area and while both of us we live in the middle of freaking nowhere I have to go stand outside on a hill to get self-service exactly exactly (laughs) and just like the change around that because like I remember um you know I went from a city apartment to this place and I lived on like a fairly busy street that like I listened to multiple car accidents happen mm-hmm. like one morning I just woke up and I literally heard somebody just get in a car accident I was like what oh my god we're coming here like I hear nothing hear I hear nothing. I hear the cow that's like a mile down the road because it's so quiet and it's a little bit disconcerting <laughs> even though like I I've always like I lived in the country as a child so like I'm used I'm very used to it like I fell into it very easily but just like some days especially like when you're by yourself you're like I like being by myself but I am very by myself yeah right now it's a bit scary yeah no it's definitely when you are changing environments and like I kind of have a similar example so we were living in the city um my boyfriend pretty much grew up there 
And for me, like I grew up in the country, but more in town. Um, now we are in the country country. And for me, like I'm, I'm pretty adaptable to my space, but there are a few things where I have to pre-plan a little bit because it's not like the grocery store is two minutes down the road anymore. It's like 15 minutes, mm-hmm. one direction down a hill. Mm-hmm. So I found the first week I was doing a lot of driving back and forth and it was for multiple reasons, but, um, it was just like, man, I feel like all I do is drive back and forth up and down a hill. And it was a little bit of that lack of planning because I've never really had to do it. Like if you just like, Oh, I'm out of this, like cheese, I need cheese. I get in the car, I drive two minutes down the road and I'm back in five. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely a change. And then for my partner, like coming from the city to the country, country, big change for him. He loves mm-hmm. it. He's, he's definitely meant to be in the country, but still, you know, our first week we didn't have internet. We barely had cell service. It was like trying and not having those like modern conveniences that for him, it's just like, we're always right there. Mm-hmm. And like, you always have good cell service or stuff like that. So like, that was pretty hard for him at first to kind of adjust until we had those other things set up and, and going. Um, so yeah, even though this was change that we wanted, he was feeling like just a little bit like, Oh my God, what have I done? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, I was just like looking in his eyes. I'm like, don't question it. Don't question it. You're fine. <laughs> um, week two, we're doing better. We're doing better week two. But uh, yeah, so it's just kind of like you can have all the preparation, but there's still going to be those things that just set you off and they make you second guess, but then you just have to remember your end goal and what you want to accomplish and achieve. Mm -hmm. And you accept that this is part of the process. It's part of growth and you find ways to adapt to the change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause like, I like what you said about just this making way for your growth mm-hmm. as a person and like growth within your relationships and just your interests and everything, because just change, it can just be seen as a way of like, you're just moving to a new space, whether that's a physical space an energetic space, whatever, you're just kind of clearing out the old Yes, and saying, okay, I want to experience life through different eyes and grow from there and see who I am in this new place, especially Mm -hmm. because it's pushing me towards my end goals of where I want to go next. Exactly. Exactly. And I think another big change that comes with moving and I'm sorry, we didn't really mean to like be stuck on this, but it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Like people are age, they move for jobs, they move for love, they move for multiple, like um, housing prices, rental prices. There's so many reasons why. And I feel like it's just something we've all touched on. Um, another thing my partner's been like championing at is developing a new community. Like, oh, I'm not me, good at that. <laughs> for me, this move was me coming back to my community, mm-hmm. right? Like all my friends are here. My family is here. My horses are here. Where for him, he left his family. He left his friends. And like, he doesn't know people up here, but I'm the tether, right? Mm-hmm. And for him, um, he didn't, he didn't hide into his shell 
and just be like, oh, well, I'm just going to stay at home and like do whatever. He's like, no, I'm going out to, cause he got a new job too. <laughs> like mm-hmm. this man has been very good at change. We applaud him. <laughs> we love him. He is so coping much. phenomenally. <laughs> so, much. so much. He's great. He is fantastic. Um, so yeah, he's, he has a new job and he was kind of lucky before he started, like he got to know the crew a little bit and start to form some relationships. And he's just trying to be that, like he, he is very sociable. He's one of those extrovert people. Mm-hmm. I would, I would struggle. Um, so he's being involved at work. You know, they asked him if they want, if, if he wanted to be on a committee and he's like, yeah, yeah. Like I'll for sure do that. And so he got to meet like more people within the, within the departments. Um, and he's decided that he wants to volunteer at the local food bank. Um, and through that, like the guy he works with, the guy, the guy who's the coordinator, their neighbors and their friends. So it's, it's all this like small town web that's mm-hmm. coming together. And, you know, he wants to play hockey. So he's, they're all just like, oh yeah, well, this is the guy you talk to for hockey. So he is just going out there and asking the questions and just being open to joining in. Um, and I feel like that's a very hard thing, especially the older you get, the harder it is to join in because we just want to be like comfortable. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're an introvert, it's very difficult but you kind of have to break out and decide like, you know what, I'm going to take up, um, tennis, mm-hmm. right. Or join like the bridge club. Um, you just have to step out and just try something. You don't even have to like it. Just get out there, see who you meet, see if you have fun and do all the different things, right? Like do it through work, do it through volunteering activities, um, community events. And that is just, how you become more settled in the space that you are. And Mm -hmm. then before you know it, you have new friendships, right? Like he's already got people to watch the hockey game with. He's lived here less than two weeks. Okay. Why is this man going to have more friends than both of us collectively? I'm pretty sure in the place place where we did up. I'm like, you've gone to work four days. You have more friends than anyone. My God. I'm jealous. He's a friendly sort though. He is a friend, you know, all the power we could, all, we could all take a page. We could, we could, but you know, I couldn't, I admire it though from afar. I'm like, that's impressive. You guys follow his, follow his footsteps. Don't follow yeah. ours. <laughs> yeah. That's why I had to use his as an example. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I have no example. I've, I've known the same people and that granted I do like know lots of people. Yeah. But my core group, I'm like, I have known you all for 20 plus years. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that is change that you can expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel, do you have any, any other expecting changes? Uh, not really. No, no. I think that was really the main one. Perfect. All right. So we've done the change that you know is coming. Maybe you plan for it. Then there's also the change that you don't plan for. And mm-hmm. It can be something that's far off that's going to change for you, or it can be a big surprise. And all of a sudden, um, right around that week before I was set to move, I had a very big unexpected change. And I'm sorry, I'm really not allowed to talk in detail about it, but it is something that has been a part of my life for almost three decades. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's something that 
no one ever saw coming. So essentially it was like kind of my whole world got rocked Mm -hmm. and just very unexpected, very much an unknown. And I'm still kind of in that phase of unknown, but I am trying to see more of the opportunity with this change Um, because I have to, like, it's literally like, if I refuse this, that's not going to get me anywhere. So Mm -hmm. I have to see the light because that is how I'm going to move forward and not be bitter about anything or sad. Um, So yeah, I find if you're hit with the unexpected, I think everyone says like, oh, you know, like you need to be strong. You need to push through. And part of me think that's kind of a load of crap because Mm -hmm. I think you need to feel the emotions, feel the sadness, feel the pain Mm -hmm. and literally cry your eyes out. Mm -hmm. And no matter how long that takes, um, it's a grieving process, right? Especially if this was unexpected and there's nothing you can do to stop it. Mm -hmm. Um, you have to let yourself feel those emotions. It's not healthy to keep them bottled up. And, you know, if you feel better, talk to someone about it. If you don't, and you just need to be alone, be alone, um, do whatever you need to do to process it. Because I find before you can think clearly, you need to get the emotions out. And when I kind of was hit with the news of my, of my change, um, I cried all the way home, mm-hmm. all pretty much all through the night and the next day. Um, by that point I was like, okay, I don't think I'm like constantly crying, but like anytime I think about it, I would get emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was trying to work towards this, the, uh, the point where I could talk to someone about it. And just the thought of it, like I I would totally break down again. So it took me a solid week, maybe week and a half. It was a week and a half. How long ago did I tell you? Was it? It was was a week ago, right? It was a week ago. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, it took me almost two weeks Mm -hmm. to be able to talk to someone about it. Um, And that's okay. All right. Mm -hmm. There is no timeline. Uh, for me personally, I'm someone who needs to process things and get a plan before I can talk to people about it. And that is just me personally. Maybe you're someone who needs to talk it out to get a plan. I'm like, uh, I need to get all the emotions out so I can think clearly and then I can come to people. Um, yeah, so that just took a lot of time. I'm now at a point where I can talk about it just fine. Um, because I've processed it. And I'm dealing with like the possibilities and the opportunities that this is actually going to present. So before where I saw this as a very stressful, negative thing, um, I can now see the potential in it. And when I'm talking to people, I tell them about those opportunities and I'm like, oh, isn't it going to be so great when, and that is literally like, and I'm still sad. Like it, it's something that I'll, always be kind of sad about, but I can't focus on that. And when I talk about the sad stuff, that's when like, I keep getting really upset and negative. 
Mm-hmm. So instead, I I kind of just try to talk about the positive things with people. Mm-hmm. And as I get more and more of a, a solid plan, I have been feeling better. And I find sometimes with change, it's the unknown that scares us the most. Mm-hmm. Because when I was first processing, I'm like, I have no idea what to do. I had no idea what I was going to do. Um, but now that like, I, I have a couple of plans, nothing is solid yet. So this is why I'm still a little shaky about the whole thing. Um, but at least like once I have things solidified, I'm going to be like, okay, now I'm going to tr- like, I'm going to look forward to this. Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe something is ending in my life, but look what's opening up. So that is what, that's kind of like my tip. When you have those surprise things, you have to find the opportunity in it. And it's hard. It's very Mm -hmm. hard to find those things. And it might take you a very long time, but again, you have to be able to adapt, right? Because life is just going to keep going. Um, And you don't really want to spend your time and your life, like dwelling on -hmm. things. Um, you kind of need to take that active stance and, and have a plan and be like, okay, here's how I'm going to pick myself up and continue on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah right. Rachel, I know that kind of hit you as well. Oh yeah. I, in another I'm, way. It did. It did. Yeah. I'll just, be able to talk about it soon. I just, I just can't really on the pod. We'll have coping with change part two, where we can both yeah. actually talk about it. Cause I feel like I can't elaborate on it too much. Cause I feel like people would figure it out otherwise, yeah. but I can kind of spring off of that a little bit with mm-hmm. like an unexpected change that hasn't like really affected me personally, but has. Right. And that's just the like change around your family. Mm. So this is really great news, but I'm going to be an aunt this year, which is very, very exciting. I am super pumped up about it and I'm so excited for us to have a new little baby in the family, but definitely like I've been having some feelings Mm -hmm. around it just at different stages like you know when we found out and then versus like when we found out like you know what the jet what the sex will be blah 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 where I just I keep having this feeling at all these stages of holy fuck everything is going to be different Mm -hmm. now and not like you know not in this big way like and not in like a bad way not no way that's going to be like rocking the core of our family like it's a very nice way that things are going to be different But it's one of those changes where when you think about it, you're like, oh, like for instance, just because we found out in January, the initial thought I had in the car when I looked to talk to my partner about it was I was just like, our last Christmas, we didn't know it, but that is going to be the last Christmas we ever have with just me and my siblings, my parents Mm -hmm. and the partners. Like that generation of us being like, kids like that's over yeah now it's like the next generation is starting and it and I've I've kind of gone through this already with my family and it's so exciting to have kids at holidays Mm -hmm. and I know like we were we were talking about this just the other day of like 
Christmas is going to be different. Easter is going to be different. There's going to be like birthdays that are different. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's kind of one of those things where like, you, you didn't know that was the last time mm-hmm. until it was the last time. Um, but I'm glad you kind of brought up an unexpected, but happy change. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because not all changes like kind of shocking and bad, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's one of those like wild rides of just like, oh my God, you, you mm-hmm. kind of look forward and you, and it's hard, so hard to picture right now. Um, because, uh, we just went through this kind of last year, but not really, but it was just like, there were no babies around the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Now there are babies around the Christmas tree, but it's kind of like this refreshing injection of energy mm-hmm. that comes to it because like having a kid around the Christmas tree or like at any type of like Easter or whatever holiday, Halloween. Um, it's just fun. It's so much fun. It's so much fun because I find like when you hit your twenties, thirties and like you haven't, like you just don't have anyone in your family or friends or yourself who's in that kid stage yet. It's kind of like, okay, like another holiday kind of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But then when you start getting that next generation, that's so excited that lives for these holidays in these days, Mm -hmm. um, it's a blast. And it's, it's just one of those like meta things though. I know. It's like, there's going to be another person coming. It's, it's crazy. (laughs) and I who mean, are they? Who is this person that I'm going to have to get to know? <laughs> I know. And I mean, like at this Christmas, like there is the baby will be like a blob. Yes. Because it's like full on newborn stage. Yeah. But like, it's just kind of like, you know, like we were having fun talking about like, oh, who's going to be the person that reads like the night before Christmas? Yeah. To oh, the baby like, in our now, new generation. Now the traditions get to continue, right? Because I feel like a lot of the traditions pause a little bit when mm-hmm. kids get older, but then when the new, like the grandkids start coming in, all those mm-hmm. traditions, they like get put right back in. And yeah. I don't know, it makes you think about like when you were a kid and I don't know, I think it's a great way. Like the family just comes together. It does. And honestly, like I've noticed it's a very humbling change. Like even though nothing's really changed yet, the baby is not here. Mm-hmm. But like family dynamics change where you're like, and I mean, I really want to be involved in their life and be around my sibling as this happens and such. But like it really changes from being like, oh, like it's all about us and mm-hmm. our lives and what we're doing. And let's all just like, we're living very selfishly, which is right. That's a yeah. good thing. But suddenly you're like, oh, there's going to be a new small human that needs to be kept safe. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of becoming the more, the most important thing. Yeah, and that's just a weird, focus, right? it's a weird transition. So I'm, I'm still dealing with it and I'm sure it'll like unfold over time, but just even like sometimes like I would go to call my mom with an issue and I'm like, you know, I could kind of deal with this myself. I don't need to bother her with it. Right? It's just, I feel it's just making my mindset shift to more. Uh, I, I, I like to think I'm mature already, but a more mature state where mm-hmm. I just don't take a lot of things as seriously as I did before because it just seems so much smaller compared to what's happening so that's what 
my unexpected change has been, which is nice because I feel like I've had a lot of unexpected changes over the past, like five or six years that have been really like traumatic and hard. So I'm good that I'm good that it's like a nice positive one. We're we're heading into positivity. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And you have to think about like everyone in the family dynamic, like they are all taking on a new role now. Mm -hmm. So in like, we kind of have been taking this role on for the past couple of years um, with my boyfriend's siblings and, um, and my siblings as well as like kids are born. You're just like, Whoa, I'm an aunt now. How do I want to be viewed as the aunt? Like you have to kind of like develop this new persona mm-hmm. of how you want to interact with this, with this new kid. I it's feel like I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to be going to the zoo a lot more. Oh, it's great. I love, I love it. Like whenever, um, our niece wants to sit down and watch like a movie, I'm like, Chances are it's a Disney movie and I am you. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted to watch like Spirit the one day and I was like, oh, I'm coming. (laughs) I love it. I can't wait to have a moment. This is a funny memory that I have, but we would always go to Canada's Wonderland as a family growing up with our cousins and stuff that I hope that 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 happens Mm -hmm. uh, as, you know, ideally as there's more kids in the family. So we're not just like this one child. We are all going to Wonderland with you, <laughs> just you, but just like, I just want to see when we go to like Wonderland as a family with the kids, which sibling is going to be the one that can't ride the roller coasters anymore. Right. Because for us, it was my dad. Oh, he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But with the three of, I'm just like, who's it going to be? I feel like it's going to be me. I can't handle Probably. the spinning anymore. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah. But just think of like, remember when you got to do all of those firsts and like go to the zoo for the first time, go to Canada's Wonderland for the first time and like all the other things. Now you get to do it again vicariously through your nieces and nephews. Uh, So much fun coming forward. I don't know. Yeah. So even with like all this change, it's all very, it's all going to be exciting and that's kind of where my mindset is right now. I'm with you. Excellent. Excellent. Well, that's kind of been a, a, a rough update of what's been going on with us for the past couple of months and what's kind of coming up in the near future. Mm-hmm. Hopefully things calm down. Hopefully we just ride out the change. Yeah. Hopefully summer, you know, calm down a little bit. Anyway, we are happy to be back. Yes. We're going to hopefully be recording again a little bit more consistent now that like I'm settled in my new place and Rachel's kind of like through tax season and all that. Trying so, to survive. Yeah. 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 We've got, got lots of exciting things coming up. And if you enjoyed this episode and you have a friend or a family member who is going through a lot of change and you think maybe some of our advice would be helpful, please share it with them because it helps us out so much when you guys share the episodes and definitely when you leave reviews as well. So you can leave us a five-star review and a nice little comment on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Yes. And if you would like to contact us directly, you can do so at our email, which is teawithlaurachel at gmail.com. Yes. And uh, Rachel has an E at the end, just in case. Uh, Thank you. We'll do that. And it's also in the name Maybe of Maybe people title. have been trying to email us your freaking name (laughs) oh my god oh my god I 
what if we're actually like super popular by email, but it's because of my name. Probably getting all these bounce backs. Um, yeah. So definitely just look at the title of our show. You'll see the special spelling for Rachel and it's not Raquel, as my phone likes to call her. It's fine. You can call me Raquel if you want Rickelly. to. <laughs> I think that's everything from us tonight. Thank you so, so much for listening. And we can't wait to be back again next week. And with that, live like tea. Live like tea.